Going Commando with Angela and Dana is brought to you by finduniquelyyou.com. Everyone has a story. I have a story. You have a story. We all have a story. As I see it, you have three choices. Allow your story to define you, use it to excuse you, or utilize it as a method to empower you. It's your life. You have the power. You choose. Rewrite your story on finduniquelyyou.com. We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. Hi, I'm Dana Sardano, and this is Angela DeMarco, and we are Going Commando. Going Commando is a little show that we put together, uh, which is really just an excuse for us to shoot off our mouths for 30 minutes, and and we invite you to be a part of that. So thanks for coming. Hello, Miss Angela. Hi, Dana. Yeah, it's so funny. It's like we just always have these phone conversations and we're like, we should record them. People might want to hear what we have to say because <laughs> we just make it fun. Or at least at least we answer to at least we entertain each other. Yeah, because yeah, I'm gonna say clearly that instinct is wrong. <laughs> Who cares? We're doing it for ourselves. It's exactly. Fine. It's fine. Exactly. So so Ms. Angel, I'm so excited about today. She so, loved us. I mean, so this is going to be, I'm going to have to keep the reins on you because you could just go off for hours on this. But um, for everybody who is following along, um, we are in season three and we are in the season of 10 Recommandments. 10 Recommandments is Dana's book that she wrote um, almost a year and a half ago now, right? It's two years. Two years. Wow, it's a toddler. Um. So, so Dana wrote these recommendments and um, every week now on Going Commando, we're kind of going through them. So there are 10 of them. Today, we're going to be talking about the fourth recommendment. And this is like, this is the longest chapter in the book for a reason. There's a lot to say and, um, and Dana just can't, can go off on it, but this stuff is so, so, so important. And just, I want to throw out a, a, a little word to, to the wind here. Those of you who are not woo woo. You're about to hear some wordry that might be like, I'm not into that. No. Did you hear that, by the way? Is that thunder or your stomach? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, I love that. I love Florida thunderstorms. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So that's probably not going to be the last one. So, <laughs> so anyway, guys, okay. we're going to into the woo-woo wordry. Go on. The woo-woo wordry, this whole chapter is based on chakras. And I know chakras, for me, I was like, I am not some hippie who sits in the woods and howls at the moon and puts crystals up my butt. That's not my thing. Chakras aren't my thing. I'm not disparaging it. No offense to anybody who does such things. <laughs> I am not the woo-woo. But the practicality of the stuff that Dana teaches, it really helps you kind of just compartmentalize and organize the different parts of your life to like for when you go back and look and say, oh, that's where I got fucked up or that's where that got banged up or that's where that happened. And that's why I'm the way I am today. So it's really, really an important topic. So we may dedicate more than one episode to this because, you know, we'll see what happens. So I'm just going to leave it to you, Dane, to introduce the chapter and and, uh, we'll see where we'll see where it goes. All right. So the recommendment, I have it up on my screen, is I shall not ignore my chakra health, 
Rather, I shall recognize that when I tend to the seven energy centers of my inner world, my outer world reflects that internal health and wellness. And just to piggyback what Angela had said, um, you know, there is like when you hear chakras, people think yogis and they think Reiki and they think all of that. But the reality is we're all comprised of energy. Everything is energy. But we in our bodies have energy centers that we don't think about. You know, we think about the physicality. We think about the emotionality. We think about the psychology, you know, the physiology. But we don't think about our energy and when our energy is flowing freely and you hear the, the the terms you hear i'm vibing i'm flowing i'm in the flow right you hear all that stuff but really when our energy is flowing freely in its most natural state then we are in our best state of being and we have seven of those energy centers from the rooter to the tutor <laughs> From the root chakra up through the crown chakra, and each one stage of resonance becomes um, more online in different stages of, of development, and they um, and they all represent a different way of being. And that's really probably the most practical, simplest terms that I could I could put it in. So yeah, and I love how. Um... You know, you, you'll go through them in a second, but just uh, what really hit home with the practicality for me was when you showed me how it lines up with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Because yeah. everybody knows, I mean, pretty much. I mean, I knew. If I know, if I know something about an educational thing, then everybody must know because I am not that. But the way that the 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 baseline with the safety and then it all goes up to you know, you you could do the whole thing. But that okay. that to me showed me how. It makes so much sense because if you follow the pyramid and the, the hierarchy of needs that we are, you know, the, the bigger at the bottom, that's the, that's the big, big, big deal. And when you're not in like, when you don't feel safe and you don't feel, you know, a good foundation and, and all of those things, it can rock the whole pyramid, right? The whole thing can tip over. So, um, yeah, it's a, it, it's really important to understand yeah. Yeah. And if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and I'm sure, Angela, you'll have the ability to put some sort of graphic up at some point. But, uh, oh, there it is. No, I'm just thinking it's like a green screen. Likely. Likely, <laughs> I'll put it right there. Yeah, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the most basic level is about um, the physiology and safety and security and getting your basic needs met, right? Baby cries. You either feed it, you change it, you put it to sleep. Right. And then it goes more into a sense of belonging and a sense of esteem and love all the way up through self-actualization. Self-actualization is this concept that we have such a deep understanding of ourselves. We then in turn understand the world around us. And that's that's that. That's again. The hierarchy needs the chakras are in a they're in line with that, and so your root chakra, your most basic chakra, where everybody's sitting, that's where your root chakra is. That energy center, the greatest stage of resonance, like the developmental stage, when the root chakra is is developing, and it could either be developing healthily or or dysfunctionally, is the ages of zero to seven. That's safety, ground, being grounded, strong, healthy, all of those things. And if we have some sort of um, 
trauma, or even, it doesn't even have to be trauma, because we say trauma, right? And everybody kind of has the, the big ones, you know what I mean? Like the top five, you know what I mean? But really, trauma could be as simple as, you know, my mother, you know, dropped me off at a friend's house so she could go on a date with my father, and um, the cat scared me, and nobody was there to comfort me. Yeah. And so there's certain beliefs that are connected. Well, my loved ones, they weren't there. I feel abandoned or whatever it is. And you don't reconcile that in real time. And then it becomes a part of the fabric of who you are. And your foundation is built on um, unresolved issues, essentially. Yeah. yeah. That's just the root chakra, right? And the next one is the sacral. And then your solar plexus and so on and so forth. Um, without me, because you know, you open for hours. I mean, I've written in workshops I, I mean some things at the gallery like I love the shoppers because first of all fucking color coded <laughs> color coded and secondly they're compartmentalized in a way that you could understand it practically through experience this happened in this window this happened in this window but again it's easy for me to go off I mean Angela you you direct this tell me what you want to know or where you want to go with this well you were saying, I think it was really interesting that you said it doesn't have to be like the big thing, right? Like everybody has something that happens in their childhood. You know, for me, the big things were my mom was, and dad were divorced by the time I was two. Um, I, um, you know, by the time I was eight, which is just getting out of the root chakra, she was on her third marriage and we had moved around probably like six different addresses. So, you know, like that's big, right? But when you said it doesn't have to be the big things, I have memories of, of that time when um, I was at uh, preschool and I think I must have been three or four years old and I was dipping my hair in grape juice because I wanted to turn it purple. I remember this so vividly and I got spanked and put in the corner to face the wall. And I just remember that, that that was like me trying to express my creativity and I got, you know, shoved in the corner. But there are, and I have these little flashbacks of um, memories, earliest memories, and even you with like, you know, rocking the crib. I'll never forget you telling me you rocked the crib until the crib fell over and there was like a cage on you. You know, these things that um, you're not like, oh, hilarious, the parents weren't paying attention, whatever. But those kinds of things really do have an impact on us, even though we don't realize it. So what happens, Dane, when there's an unresolved something in the chakra? So, so I'm trying to think of the best way to explain this. So we talked about the root, zero to seven, right? And then after you have your sacral and the, the age of residence is eight to 14. And I'm going to answer your question, but I just want to give yeah. a, a clear picture. Yeah. It's eight to 14. And eight to 14 is that pre-adolescence, right? And that's really all about your passion for life and your creativity and your understanding that you create your experience and life doesn't happen to you and your desire to bring that to life, Right. That's, that's eight to 14. Then from 14 to 21 is your solar plexus. And I'm going to stop there, but that's your age. That's the, um, identity, your confidence. Um, again, 14 to 21. So think about it. That's like high school into college. Everybody's figuring out their, their sense of empowerment, their sense of confidence, their sense of figuring out who they are. Right. So when you have your root chakra, there's something that hasn't been properly resolved. You are building your development on top of beliefs that you've created. So if your first issues, your unresolved issues are in your zero to seven, right? 
that means, again, that chakra is about, uh, you know, again, I feel safe, strong, and grounded, right? That would be your affirmation. So if you're feeling unsafe or you don't feel strong, and that's with your body and your environment and your surroundings, and you don't feel grounded, everything you do after that is built on those beliefs that make you feel that way. So your sacral chakra, your, your, your understanding of that, of your ability to create the life that you desire. Well, if you don't feel safe, you're not going to have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. And now you're up in your solar plexus years, 14 to 21. And if you don't feel safe and you don't feel that you have the power or not the power, but the, the, the ability to create your existence, then you're not going to feel empowered. Your identity is going to be built on that. So what happens when you have unresolved issues? You just keep building on a stinking pile of shit. You know what I mean? Like if your if your walls aren't strong, that building's coming down. Yeah. So now you are now you're developing anxiety, irrational fears that you don't even realize, judgments, your ability to love because that's what comes next. You know, without condition and stuff like that. All of those things are built on it, and. Then you have these instances in your life where you have opportunities to overcome it. But if you don't take those opportunities, then it just gets worse or bigger or uglier. I always say when people get older and they don't resolve their issues, they become caricatures of themselves. Hmm. And then health issues start. Oh my God, how many people, how many people do you know that are on some sort of medication for some sort of anxiety? Yeah. And I get there's, you know, it's physiological for some, but that's just, you just have more of a tendency towards that. But if you go back to the root that what's actually causing the fear to wake up that physiology, you have to, you know, you have to look at what, you know, what are my beliefs? Where do they come from? Where did that start? No, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's so funny because it's like, I don't know, like, what's being repetitive because of stuff that we've said, but it's all the same stuff we talk about all the time. Um, that's really interesting. I, I want to focus on the, um, the, the unresolved stuff and, and how it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. So let's say I'm going to use me as an example because it's commando and why the fuck not. So my dad, my dad and I, the, my dad was a, um, a, a cause of many traumas in my life. And so what happened was I created kind of like this, this outward persona, right? And I started dating guys who very much were like my dad or very much like relationship of my dad, you know, just like more and more. Okay. Each one, what I know now, each one was an opportunity to heal that part of me, but I didn't see it as an opportunity. I would just go on and we'd get deeper, we'd get bigger, right? So I'd go from this guy to this guy dating, then I would get married to a person who looked exactly like my father. Not look <laughs> energetically was just like my dad treated yeah. me like my dad, and it got to the point where my um, and it's because I was so insecure and because of the things that I did. So this again, not a name, not a blame thing, but it culminated with my ex husband beating the crap out of me, almost killing me. And I remember calling my mother because I didn't know what else to do, right? No, call the police. No, <laughs> call my mother. And she goes, your father did the same thing to me. And I was like, what? <laughs> so here I was with a person who I didn't realize because I was like hit in the face. Here's what you need to learn. 
Here's what you need to resolve. We're going to keep doing this. It's going to get bigger and badder and harder every single time. And then if I still didn't learn from that, I have no doubt it would have turned into a physical issue. That's the next step, right? That's like the next step. Like you get like hit. If you can think of like instances in your life where you're like, I always have the same situation at the job. I always date the same kind of person. And now I have like RA. (laughs) What the hell? Right? So um, my, you know, my physical manifestations became my thyroid. Like my, my, my throat chakra. I never spoke my truth. I didn't understand my truth. Um, I had a lot of stomach issues. I always had ear infections, you know, but as I resolved all those things, Dane, when we first became friends again, like after all of our time apart, remember I had an ear infection, like every two months, I was on amoxicillin this time, a ZPAC on that time. I haven't had an ear infection in like two years. Because my throat chakra is all open. And and I'm glad you brought up the throat chakra because I did stop at the solar plexus. And for anybody who's picking up what we're putting down, I mentioned those first three chakras. Those are your base chakras. Those are development into adulthood. But after your throat chakra is your heart chakra. Now, these chakras all exist. I'm just talking about the development and how and their and their health, right? So it's not like the the heart chakra wasn't there when the root chakra was developing; it was all there. But these, the base ones, again, they affect as we develop. But your heart chakra is your ability to love without condition or expectation, forgiveness without judgment. But what happens is when these lower chakras, when we have issues with fear and um, fear is really the, the core of all of it, because if it begins, you know, in that in the in the root, everything is laced with fear that affects your ability to love without condition, without expectation to not be judging, to not be judging to others and to yourself and all that. Then your throat chakra, your throat chakra is about your level of authenticity. You're, you're speaking your truth. You're getting your needs met. You're feeling worthy of getting your needs met, right? All of those things. And it's connected to your heart chakra because when you speak with authenticity, you're speaking through your heart. You're not, it's not coming from here. It's coming from here. So, so people who have, um, who have never been able who have never felt safe to be heard. Mm. And for whatever reason, they either, you know, overcompensate, try to say what other people want, whether people feel people who cower, they don't say anything. People who do, don't, me, I used to flip the table. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it loud. I'm going to say it proud, which is not healthy. It's imbalanced, right? And you squelch your true, true essence. People often have issues, ear infections, problems with their teeth, I thyroid cancer at 25 because I wasn't allowed to be who I wanted. And I know somebody could be watching this going, how do you equate thyroid cancer to the fact that you couldn't speak your truth? My ability to be who I was without apology my entire life was squelched and stifled and even um, it was uh, uh, punished. To the point where the energy was was so uh, non free flowing, like I said when we opened, right? It 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 became stagnant and it creates maladies, yeah. right? Yeah. And so you would get them in the oh my god, I used to get um what's it called uh, strep throat, like almost like every day, like every day because and then again as we develop, we uh, I happen to have surgery, but you can reverse these these maladies if they're not too far gone through aligning yourself but anyway quickly 
your throat chakra and your third eye chakra. Everybody thinks third eye chakra is all weird and woo-woo. All it is is your imagination and your sense of intuition. And when all of these are aligned and healthy, you can see the world with clarity. That's all it is. Some people have different ways of seeing the world or receiving the information or connecting than others. But it, all it is is just really parts to a whole, big picture, cause and effect, understanding the whys behind things, you know. And then your crown chakra, and that connects you to everything around you. And that's what, again, the roots of the two is <laughs> all open and um and you really have a clearer understanding of awareness, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, self-actualization. And when you have that, everything in your outer world begins to run so much more smoothly. Mm -hmm. So when you have, um, oh, my relationships are sour, or I don't feel like, you know, I could talk to my husband, or I have this weird fear about fill in the blank, or whatever, whatever it is, when things are um, imbalanced in your outer world, it comes from one of these, and take a look at it and trace it back. It's, I'm overly simplifying it, but it really is, and I say it all the time, your rainbow-colored roadmap to wellness. There's no yes, question about it. Yes, and I... You know, I, I what is the what is the thing like like perfect alignment is is the the um like when you die basically like you you try to like you never achieve like we don't always achieve like we're here to learn stuff right our, our we're here to work through things and evolve our souls and evolve our our experiences you know through these things that are traumatic and hard and they help us grow. Um, but the thing about having um, an awareness of where you're banged up, even just the awareness, right? So, so when I was not in as aligned as aligned as I am now, and I'm not saying I'm far from being like, oh, you know, <laughs> like levitating on a mountaintop, not me. Um, but um, you know, before it was everything was dramatic. You always talk about your pendulum swing. Everything was like, oh my God, everything's amazing. Oh my God, everything sucks. You know, and it was like very, very, very big. But now having cleared away most of the things in my life that bring me discomfort, you know, having resolved a lot of things in me that are, um, you know, becoming more the person that I'm proud of and who I am today and, and, and feeling better. My pendulum does tend to swing, but not as much. Right. And, um, the areas where, where it is uncomfortable or where it's not quite right, because I have an awareness of my own behaviors, my own needs, my own wants, my own, you know, what makes me feel safe, all of those things, what hasn't made me feel safe. It allows me to use my throat chakra, use my voice to verbalize what I need and want, which makes it, um, makes that pendulum swing much less crazy. You know, had, I had a dramatic, I had a, a, a situation this weekend where it could have thrown me off for a week, you know, and it was, it was really intense for a moment. And then when, when you helped me kind of see what was going on and really what was like, what was the information, you know, and and what were who, what were the people doing that created this thing and, and their motivation and their motivation and does that align with who i am no what aligns me with is is staying center that's their shit don't take on their shit 
and, and just help my child get through it so that she doesn't take on their shit too. Right. And, and it just kind of like set me straight. And I just want to say a little train just went by. Um, you've got thunder. I've got the train. Um, Dana teaches, um, not only does she teach a, a full workshop on this entire book, but she teaches, um, two intensives and the intensives are three hours long and you get to work with Dana and talk about, um, you know, these are live workshops. So you get to work with Dana and talk to her about like where you're at, what's going on. Like you don't have to figure this all out yourself. You can read the book and she has amazing like step-by-steps on how she found hers and what, how it relates and all that good stuff. But you can take this workshop with Dana for three hours and she does easy as one, two, three, which is focusing on the first three. And then uh, the fourth one is chakras, your rainbow colored romance wellness. And these are great like um, starter workshops. You know what I mean? Like starter to your personal journey. They're not expensive, but you get a chance to talk to Dana who helps you bring awareness to, to this stuff. And for me, the one, two, three is like, you know, I, the, the chakra is like, like, a, like the intermediate, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I needed the beginner, you know, like the beginner stuff. Like if you can master the beginner stuff, like you, you will be, um, you know, propelled into a jo- more joyful life. It's just, it's just, it really is true. Like it's just having the awareness of what, where you're at. Um, and, uh, there's one thing I wanted to say about, um, therapy no bashing on therapy just like i'm not bashing on the <laughs> crystals up the butts in the woods <laughs> <laughs> but um i have been in therapy and i've had the oh well he just has add and so that's the reason why and um that's not okay you know what i mean because sure that's what you want to label it but where did that come from where did that start where did that trigger and how can we get around that how can we figure out how to help this person focus, focus. Yeah. How can we help them focus? How can we help them find the, the, the being present without throwing medication at it or throwing a label? Um, do you mind if I clarify just a few things? No, go for it. One thing that I just want to make clear because you take, you understand these things and you take it for granted, but I want to make it clear for somebody who might not understand one, two, three, is the foundation of just our wellness. But the one, two, three are the first three recommendments. They're not the first three chakras, just in case that got confused. Oh, yeah, the the uh, rainbow colored roadmap is specifically about the chakras. And you're absolutely right. It's like the one, two, three is like your beginner and the chakras are like your intermediate, but they can go, you know what I mean? It depends. Just pick your poison. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. The other thing is, you know, and again, to your point that therapy, um, Oh my God, therapy is amazing. But what I, I think, I don't want to say I think what makes me different because I don't want to, I don't want to uh, categorize all therapy, but in my experience, what I've seen, and I, I, I was taking master's courses in therapy and there's a lot of, um, you know, just talking and people like trying to understand how they feel and stuff like that. But sometimes in life, people, they, they miss the action plan part of it. So I am really all about getting to the root and understanding the root, but that's just the beginning. That's not the end. Well, I'm like this because we're not done. Yeah. We just dug the hole. Now we got to get in there 
Move around a little bit. I look at it now. Like there's like a there's like a whole thing, but but there's a chapter in Ten Rex uh, where I talk about you know awareness and willingness. I'm pretty sure it's chapter seven, and you know what I mean to have an awareness, right? Oh, I'm this way because, but not having a willingness to do something about it, it's it, it's it's devastating. Right. But to have a willingness to do something, but you don't have awareness of what, where, why, how, who, whatever it is, you're, you're powerless. But when you get this awareness, which, you know, we're all trying to do, and then a willingness and an action plan to do something, oh my God, you could change the world. And that's, again, back to the chakras. That's the beauty of the chakras because it breaks it down in stages breaks it down in colors. It breaks it down in so many ways. And, um, and just one other thing that I think about all the time when we're talking, Angela, you, I am always so delighted <laughs> when you say nice things about me, you know, when you're like, Dana knows this and Dana knows that. And I do appreciate that because in these moments together, I feel smart, but <laughs> I'm not making any of this up. This is just my lens and the way I see it and the way I speak of it and the way I write about it and the way I work with people. This is just my way, but this is wisdom. This is, this is a truth that has been, you know, through millennia that you hear through music, you know, listen to a couple of, um, uh, John Lennon songs. I don't know why I'm pulling him out, but just listen to a couple of his songs. He understood. You know what I mean? Think about, you know, Wayne Dyer, you know, Eckhart Tolle, like all these guys, people who wrote books. Oh my God, Herman has all of these, these, these sages throughout time all understood this. I'm just a, just a modern girl in a modern world with a modern body mouth, just trying to assist people in, in accessing this truth. Is it real? <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's true. But so, so one thing that we do, you know, on our platform, right, is that we say you need to come and teach from your own content. And if you learn something, like I was just talking with a potential you instructor this past week, what up, Chrissy? Um, if you have something that you've built upon and and you've you've taken and expanded, like you're talking about, this this is universal wisdom. This is truth. This is. From the beginning of time, you know, this has been passed down for us. And then there have been different people to disseminate it, Confucius and whatever. Like people just disseminate this information as um, as they can. But the magic of you is that you have a way to talk to anybody. I'm going to use this as an example in sales. Okay. Dave, uh, my husband is a is a, a, an amazing salesman. He can sell snow to a snowman. And when we first started dating, I used to joke to him and say, Okay, I'd pick, I'd pretend I was like different characters and be like, Mr. Johnson. So he would call and I'd be like, I'd be like, hello. And he'd be like, hi, how are you? You know, da, da, da. and I'd be like, yo, what's up? And he'd be like, yo, listen, man, like I tell you, you got to clean your chimney. You know, like, we would have so much fun doing that. You do the same thing. You can read somebody and meet them where they are so that they feel the most comfortable in opening up. That's a very magical, special gift. And the fact that you are available for people to do that with, like, you know, it, it's just, it's just awesome. You're not sitting on a, on a, on a, you know, mountaintop and putting your book out to the world. You want to work with people. Oh my God. Enjoy it. It's your jam. 
So yeah. with that, yeah, like that's why that's why I say nice things about you because I'm I'm <laughs> look at me I'm like like the, the the best like prodigy version of like your your work. <laughs> Yeah, man. You know, I always joke, I don't write the news, I just report it. But really, I just, it's very important that I just make that clear that I don't think I'm inventing the wheel here. I just have this understanding and want as many people out there to also have this understanding. Because if you could have this understanding and integrate it and intimate, excuse me, um, Put it into your life. I don't know who I was going to implement. Oh, that's so smart. <laughs> so if you can integrate it and implement it into your life, you you have no idea. Like you have no idea. My birthday was yesterday, and um, I just turned fifty-two, and I just spent it with my husband and kids, just you know, being dorks. And when I tell you. I just am in constant awe and amazement of the life that I have created for myself. Like, I can't even. Aww. Oh, my God, I'm not stopping. Cry, baby, baby, cry. Yeah, I'm not going to make fun of you, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to allow you the moment. You don't even know the depths of despair 15 years ago when I would just lay on my couch after work just waiting for the time to go by so I could go to bed and get up and do it again. And just the loneliness. Oh, oh my God. And just the like, why, why is it out of my reach? Why is it not out of her reach and not out of his reach? And now I live this life because I figured this out and I I integrated it and implemented it into my life. And I just want you to be able to do it too because if we all could figure this shit out, oh my God, it'd be fucking utopia. It would be fucking utopia, you fucking cry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my world is certainly better. My world is beautiful. My world is, you know, it, it, it can't be. It's the best it's ever been. And I too. Don't you understand? There's still moments of suck. Oh, and oh I yeah, yeah. Breakdown about four or five days ago. <laughs> Rob was like, "All I could do was watch it. I couldn't stop <laughs> it, but I knew after with some sleep you'd be fine." So I'm not saying, but that pendulum doesn't look like this, like Angela said. It looks like this. Yeah. And then you get <laughs> sometimes you gently put sometimes you gently push it back to center, you know. But it's uh no, it's truly it's truly um it's truly magical because I too. Dude, I'm fucking I was beat up by my first husband. I'm thirteen years sober. I lived a life that was a little less than pretty. And uh I I feel complete and whole on the inside. And I feel seen, supported by myself and worthy. So it takes time to learn that stuff. But man, we could all do this. Whew. What a world it would be. What a world it would be. Yeah. Yeah. So with that said, we're done here. I think we're done here. I think we, uh, I think we, I think we beat this one. Yes. <laughs> Crack jokes. I cried. Middle fingers were, uh, we're good. We're good. Yeah. 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 All right. Go to find uniquely you.com, uh, to learn about how you can work with Dana directly, um, sign up for workshops. She also has a, um, on-demand video 
if, if us talking on this video is not enough for you, and you want a little bit more, a little more uh, instructional conversation. Um, yeah. On the homepage of findinguniquelyyou.com, you can sign up for, um, you can download her workshop. So check it out. It's a good one too. I'm actually really proud of it. Like, I like the live interaction stuff, but this was a good one. So check it yeah. out. All right, everybody. Have a good week. <laughs> Thank you for watching this episode of Going Commando, Season 3, 10 Recommandments. We're so excited. Please subscribe to our channel so you too can become empowered. Going Commando with Angela and Dana is brought to you by finduniquelyyou.com.